that's land from the ones who make us beautiful. They help us regain our wonderful. Giving us good dogs that make us say to you, welcome to the good life, yeah, this is so powerful. Sit down, relax, and take notes. What you eat today will be your push-ups. A wake-up call to all your dead dreams. Listen up now and say bye to your evil day. Hi, and uh, it's a happy new year to everyone listening to us. Uh, we have a very, very special guest today on our beauty care pod, and she is Mayada Rezek. Mayada, please kindly Yay. introduce yourself to us. We are so excited to have you here Yay. today. <laughs> I am so excited. Thank you so much, Tulu and Fola. I really appreciate this opportunity. Um, like I said, I'm very excited and I can't wait to tell everyone about my journey. But yes, Happy New Year first. <laughs> yeah, Happy New Year. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So um, I guess I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Um, my name is Mayada Rezik and I was uh, born and raised in Boston, a mother of two. My son is eight years old and daughter six and a half. Um, I, we live with our husband, um, two children, and our dog, Bear, in Norwood, Massachusetts, which is about a half hour away from the city. And I just celebrated my 10-year wedding anniversary. Ooh, so, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. That's a lot. <laughs> yes, 10 years. I can't believe it. 10 years and two kids later and a dog. <laughs> <laughs> we have a German shepherd, and he Ooh, is... Wow. A very, very big, I call him my beast. He's my beast. <laughs> I'm the beauty and he's the beast. Um, and he sheds everywhere. He's he's a white German shepherd, but he Aww. is such a puppy. Like he's all bark, but he's no bite. <laughs> so wow, that's cool. So I mean, it's great to know um and have our guests, I mean our audience meet you and know about you so if you are meeting my other for the first time i will tell you for free she's the owner of maya lash <laughs> yay maya lash it's half my name before the lash <laughs> <laughs> my business is named maya lash um i figured i wanted to connect with everyone because my name my full name is mayada mm -hmm. so i figured okay you know my passion is lashes and skincare so you know, the name Mayada is a bit hard to remember, so we cut it in half, and it's Maya. And, you know, I pretty much everybody knows me for lashes or skincare, so um, I created Maya Lash, and it's, uh, the business is down the street from my home, too, so I could literally walk to my, to my work, my happy place. Oh, great. So what was it like growing up? Um, growing up was fun. Growing up, I grew up in a, a big family, a traditional uh, family. Uh, my background is Middle Eastern from Lebanon. And, um, uh, you know, my I am one of six children. I have four brothers. I'm stuck in the middle between two older brothers and two younger. And one sister that's 14 years younger than me. Wow. So oh, she wow. took all my, yeah, she took all my clothing. <laughs> she um, wants to use all my skincare now, um, wow. wants everything of mine, but, you know, I kind of was like a mom figure to her. Um, <laughs> I was the first one to go to college um, in my family. 
So I beat yeah. everyone to it <laughs> right out of high school, <laughs> right into college. Um, and uh, like I said, growing up was fun. We were a very tight family. Um, Sundays were all about um, being going to church, getting up, getting dressed, and putting on your best outfit, being around family members, um, lots of lots of support from uh, immediate family, outside family, you know, just a nice, loving home family, honestly. My grandmother lived with us. Uh, she lived with us for 23 years, so as I was a baby, wow. she and my mom raised us while my dad ran his businesses because he was an entrepreneur himself. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, and we spoke Arabic growing up. So wow. um, that was one of the biggest things my my parents and my my uh, grandmother, who didn't speak English, um, they taught us Arabic, first language. Wow. Wow. Yeah, up until we went to school. Oh. But, yeah. <laughs> but we're a very loving, caring family with a lot of support. You know, my brothers, my sister, my mom, everyone. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. So um, we would like to have an insight to what life was like before lashes and skincare. We know um, you went to college and definitely you did not um, choose aesthetics in college. That's right. <laughs> life before lashes and aesthetics and, and aesthetics, sorry. It was great. Um, I was enjoying motherhood. Um, prior to um, lashes and aesthetics. Um, having two children, um, or actually let's skip back, prior to having two children, you know, I did I did about 10 years in corporate travel. So my original degree for school okay. was, um, I majored in biology. I wanted oh. to be a pediatrician. Oh. So um, because, uh, and I, I received a scholarship for biology, for, to major in biology. But what ended up happening was I I was so homesick because I was such a mommy's girl and I missed oh. my brothers and my father and my grandmother, wow. my sister, that I couldn't handle living in the dormitories. Oh so I ended up honestly leaving the scholarship and leaving the dormitory, came back home, put my head together and I said, I want something I'm going to be close to home, enjoy, mm-hmm. and still continue education. Mm-hmm. So I ended up in hospitality. Okay. I ended up with an associate's degree in travel and tourism. Wow. And then went back and continued for a four-year degree in hotel and restaurant management. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, got married, had two children, and, um, you know, I enjoyed motherhood a lot. Motherhood <laughs> was my favorite part. I knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom for you know, them being that, you know, the baby stage. Mm-hmm. But um, I I always had an interest in beauty, mm-hmm. um, hands down. So um, when my daughter was four months old, I had an opportunity to partner with a skincare company and, you know, go through the whole, you know, what is skincare like, regimens like, um, mm-hmm. how to use certain products. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something for me to do and actually connect with the outside world because okay. sometimes in motherhood, you can disconnect from the outside world You're in your own bubble. Mm, right. So, uh, so, yeah, so that's, yeah. So I, you know, I, I did that pretty much. So I did motherhood home, staying with the kids and everything and, and managed, um, you know, getting my education on the other end with skincare. 
Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and that, and that stayed with me still till this day. So, yeah, I have to say that it's been, it's been a good company for me. Wow. wow. This is so interesting. Yeah. Um, I, being, I, being, being a mom is a whole job on its own for real. and you know yes. you're you'll find yourself doing this and that like you're not exactly pausing and you're going for really really big things like my lash I know I know it's <laughs> you know you want to do so much but like for me in the back of my head I wanted to stay mommy I still wanted to be mommy but the mommy entrepreneur in me kept you know kept giving me that yeah. urge to keep yes. going keep yes. going and and yeah and we'll tell you in a little bit about my lash how it's coming and it's weird like you actually sit down and think about it I would have never thought I would be in skincare and lashes but but this was all prior to lashes and skincare so it was it wasn't it was it's a beautiful life and it still is even more beautiful and and another thing is the more we interview the the top people in the industry the more we get to realize that even the things they were doing before skincare are things that actually prepared them uniquely for what they are doing in skincare exactly i mean you, you see the experience in tourism yeah. see the experience in, in hospitality. hospitality yes see the experience you got from um the biology that you were studying yeah. see how everything just great? married yes. perfectly and my god yes it's amazing <laughs> yes i go to the picture <laughs> i'm getting goosebumps i swear to god i feel like like this was my this was my a vision that i didn't see in this path of mine it's like wow look at how many look at the puzzle it's all coming together and exactly. no one ever knew that this would be like this yeah so so so, so admirable yes mind <laughs> thank you so uh, what's the background story behind starting Maya Lash? So Maya Lash, Maya Lash was, I would have to say, was born on a, a sheet of paper. So I had an interest for knowing, you know, when I when I would go out into the beauty stores or I would see lash strips on um, on different women, I wanted to know why they chose certain lash strips. What was the, why they chose a certain style? Why um, some like length that was extremely long, some were short, some were just, you know, whatever they're out there. You know, it was like, I had an interest to knowing all about strip lashes, even though I never wanted to wear them. But maybe it was something in me that, you know, my, my passion was coming out. So obviously my brain was telling me, you know, get into this. Um, I started, uh, you know, drawing on a piece of paper like piece of paper with the kids because you know as they were young we're always drawing we're always doing mm -hmm. different drawings but um I wanted to know like if a certain lash style would work in the vision that I had so like for example I like cat eye style which is um the lashes are normally shorter on the inner corner and they go in like length different lengths um, as they meet the outer corner and a lot of people thought that that was very dramatic. For me, it was that was simple. That was simple, but somewhat dramatic. Um, so I remember doodling on a piece of paper and showing it to my husband. And he, I go, "Do you think that this would ever make it in the big world?" And he uh, he he always believes in me. He's a, one of my biggest supporters. Him and my mom. 
And they told me, they go, go for it. Why don't you look into it? Hey, if the Kardashians can do it. Why couldn't I do it? Right. I look like the Kardashians, right? <laughs> I got sense. the real hair though. <laughs> um, and yeah, I did. I dug deeper and I was like, what is it going to take for me to, to put this together and make my own? Mm-hmm. And I went through hoops. I checked out 50, I think it was about 54 vendors or 50 vendors. And I chose one who connected with me and still is my vendor till this day. Wow. Works with me. I made sure I knew, I knew what I wanted. I wanted hypoallergenic lash strips. I wanted lash strips that were light, fluffy, pretty, and mimicking my natural uh, eyelash, but enhancing my my eyes. So I have Middle Eastern eyes. So they're, you know, big, beautiful brown eyes, but we all have beautiful eyes. So it's like, why not just give it that little extra, um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wanted that and I just couldn't find it. So I created my own styles. I couldn't believe it. I put it together and I, I marketed it and off it went and I named my lashes. Mm -hmm. So I named my first two lashes. The first one was named after my mom. Because wow. she inspired me on the cat eye. She always, Aww. throughout the years, her makeup, her eyeliner was in the shape of a cat eye. She wow. always had that wing. And it just, I, I didn't even know this. Like, I'm like, wow. So I named it after her. And they were both natural styles. And and yeah, my eyelash was created. However, in order to, you can't just stop at just making lashes. You have mm-hmm. to go to the next step. I be, I'm a firm believer in go, keep on going, like keep mm-hmm. educating myself. And I found out that in order for me to proceed to do eyelash extensions, because eyelash extensions and lash strips, mm-hmm. those are, you know, if one doesn't work for someone, the other one will. Yeah. And um, I found out that for Massachusetts, where I live, you need to be a licensed esthetician, which... Okay. It's like, it rang a bell. I'm like, okay, well, I got a good experience in, you know, some skincare background. Makes mm-hmm. sense for aesthetics. You need the licensing to become an esthetician and a lash artist. So I registered. I was the first one to register for the program here in Massachusetts. Cool. And I was like, yeah, but my lash started before the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. So the lash brand was already there. Then, um, then COVID hit and I was like, okay, I'm going to need to put my business online. So my, originally the, all the lashes that I marketed had to be online. So how was I going to do that? It took me two weeks to create a website, well, two weeks of every single day, creating a website with crying nice. babies in the background. Right there. They, they grew up knowing my lash. They think my, the lashes in the, in the stores <laughs> are all my lashes. Yeah, so it started here in my home. My lash was started here with my kids, with the support, kind of like my childhood where, you know, everyone's home and they all supported me Mm -hmm. since I was a little girl. And look at me, my kids support me, my husband, my mom. So I got that support to make it an online business. And, And I went with it until I started the program. From the program, I... Um, you know, took the state boards, passed the state boards with flying colors, and two weeks later opened up Mylash. 
and then I can use skincare, lashes, and show off all of my continuing education certifications because education is huge, you know, to keep going in the direction that I wanted. Yeah. Well, Last so time. I'm still I'm still in awe. <laughs> so what makes Maya Lash special? That's unique um, ingredient. I think Maya Lash special. Okay, so um, <laughs> I'm getting shy now. <laughs> my, I think Maya Lash is special because each service, each product was created from a, like a true woman, me, myself. Mm -hmm and from a woman's needs. So like I said, I had absolutely no interest in wearing a strip lash, but I wanted to know about it. How do you mm -hmm. wear it? Why would you pick this style over that style? Mm -hmm. um, what glue would you use? How would you put it on? Like, how do you care for it? I mean, there were so many questions going on in my mind that when I created the business, make sure that any woman that had these questions like me, these were answered for them. And okay. I even like I even created like a little tutorial on a postcard for them to put them on, or like I, I give them instructions and you know, I, I kind mm. of held hold other women's hands mm -hmm. when it comes to this stuff. So that's beautiful. I think that's what makes it that's what makes it special. I put uh, a lot of love, I put a lot of love into everything I do. Yeah. And I like to I like to give each client a special and unique um service an unparalleled service i like to deliver that oh that's beautiful thank you okay so um definitely when you started you talked about speaking the vendor to create the lashes for you so and you also talked about you had to build the website and all of that because covid hit then so what was marketing like for you the first two years of creating Maya Lash? Marketing, um, I would have to say, because I believed in a lot of what I did, and you know, I I created them. You know, it was a lot of it originated from me, just my imagination and my creativity. Um, I made it unique in my own way. So I didn't really stick to like the demographics and the niche and all that. I mm -hmm. went with my passion. You know, what I thought looked great, It I believed in it, I had the confidence in it and I just, I let it bloom. Wow. That's how I created my marketing. And I get a lot of messages from a lot of friends and family and even just random people on social media asking mm -hmm. me who does my marketing. Wow. And I'm like, really? <laughs> me? I, I do it. Why? Is it really good or is it bad? Like, I'm thinking, oh, my God. They're like, no, it's really nice. My husband, his friends, guys, guys in general don't look at this stuff. And they go, yeah, we saw it. Your, our wives were telling us about your wife. She does all this marketing. Who does her marketing? Wow. I'm like, oh, my God. So I must have <laughs> some spark in me about marketing, even though I never... I really never liked it in college, but I guess it paid off. Yeah. So sometimes you really don't know. Yeah, and, and, and the truth about um, marketing is, which I think you, you, um, you embody so much is this, when you are trying to sell to someone and your, your, um, your goal, your primary goal is just to sell, people would naturally run away from you. But when you are trying to 
pitch to someone and they can tell that you care about what you're doing, you're passionate about what you're doing. Right. They don't yeah. run away from you. They see that you're passionate about what you're doing and they, they, they don't build up a, def- a defense like, ah, she wants to collect my money. No, that's, yeah. that's, that's not how they are going to feel. They are going to feel like, wow, this person is really, really good at what she does. I respect her. And that alone will, I mean, create a big affinity towards you. And that is why people would definitely never stop loving Maya Lash because you connect at, with them at a level that they enjoy. And I'm sure my wife can even say yes, tons about this. Yes, ah. I can say a lot, a whole lot. Meeting you in the virtual world was like the bomb. I was opportunity Ooh. to be in your class and we were listening to what you had to uh, teach us and help us know, learn more about. And I almost was going to forfeit my profession, <laughs> my career. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. You guys for, are making me blush. No, really. <laughs> for lashes, like I, it, you presented it like my favorite dish. Like I wanted to eat it all <laughs> up. So, thank you so much honestly you're so sweet oh my god you guys are making me blush you know? oh. <laughs> my hands are getting sweaty I'm all I'm getting oh. all hot oh. right now <laughs> but, but it's, it's you know what it's very it's very hard in the beginning to to notice this about like when I first started like I said when I was home with the kids mm-hmm. and I partnered with the skincare company it mm-hmm. was so difficult Mm. to say what I did it was you know it it was like I didn't know I like I didn't find my passion yet Mm -hmm. but when I found it I could speak to anyone I mean I know they say oh you know a client uh, is here you know you do you know you can um, sell all these products I don't sell any of that it Mm -hmm. sells itself but if somebody wants my opinion Mm -hmm. I give them my honest opinion because I would want to be treated the same way if I was in their shoes. So that's why people connect with me and they trust me and they come to me. It's Mm -hmm. like, you have nothing to worry about with me. I'm never going to lie to them. Mm -hmm. And um, that particular, um, what you do right there, it builds what we call um, word of mouth. And word of mouth is a ripple effect. I mean, it's possible I see something online and from someone I don't know and say, I want to buy this thing. And then I'm doubting, should I buy it? Should I not buy it? And then I want to, you know, check some people's review about it. Should I buy it? Should I not buy it? I think this person said it's good. No, this person said it's not so great. But if my wife comes to me and tells me, I want to buy my eyelash, I think it's so great. And I think I also want to buy it for my friends because, I mean, this is the best thing. And definitely by the time I give it to my friends and I tell them that this lash is created by this person, she's so good at it. These are unique styles you will not find anywhere else. By the time they get it and they use it and they get compliments from people, there is no way on earth they are not going to tell other people about it. Yes, so and when people what, keep yeah. telling people and exactly. telling, that is where the report effect comes in. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very, it, it shows because, you know, you said you took your time to put pen to paper to create a design and the people around you who understand how passionate you are about this said, 
definitely you should go for this because you're going to do great stuff and look at us yes <laughs> and you're enjoying Aww. every bit of it that is that is the best thing that can ever happen to anybody best. Real. Oh, thank you so much. I see. I like I said, my happy place. It rubs off on everyone that comes to see me. Um, you know, they feel my positivity. They feel my energy. They feel how happy I am. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I mean, it could be the wind that I'm telling them is talking to me. And believe me, everyone <laughs> believes me. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, yeah, believe I believe you. I don't care what anybody has to say. I believe you totally. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> so how has your skincare practice been since you started? So since I started, I so far things are great. Absolutely great. Beautiful. Um, what I find rewarding is um the results and the reactions of my clients. Whoa. So uh, I find myself sometimes like when I'm working on eyelash extensions for a client, oh my god, I want to hurry up. Uh, which is good for me because then my uh, I work on my speed uh, on getting the timing down because mm-hmm. um, it takes three hours to do this. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I I find that I want to rush just to see what it's going to look like, even though I already mapped everything out and I know what what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. But I give them my reaction before they even see it, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I just did that. Like, it's, <laughs> It's, I know it's funny. And then when they see me jumping, they're jumping, they're excited. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, for me, it's rewarding. It's encouraging and it pushes me to keep going and just follow it. And that's, that's how people notice my, um, my passion. Mm-hmm. It's, but the business so far is great. The only thing I find um, that it's a bit hard uh, is juggling being a mom a wife, right. a, you know, a figure in business. So like right now, when my husband goes to work, I get the kids, I get them ready for school. Mm-hmm. And then I go and do, I go to my happy place. Mm-hmm. And by the time the kids are ready to come out of school, I've already taken my last client. Mm-hmm. And then I go pick them up. And then I'm mommy all over again. <laughs> so I'm, I'm the business woman when I'm in my happy place. But then mm-hmm. 2.30 comes around my time or three o'clock, mm-hmm. I'm mommy again. And then <laughs> mom, mom, I'm hungry. Yes, <laughs> that makes you a superwoman. Like, oh. Superwoman, yeah. It's like, and, you know, I can be the superwoman at the, the lash, my lash place. It's like, that's the beauty part of it. But then when you come mm-hmm. home, it's like, oh, what's for dinner? I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> How about McDonald's? Let's go to McDonald's. <laughs> Everything's happy. <laughs> so um we know you entered us a bit about how you got your business online and all. So and I also know you um did a little bit of virtual treatment. How um mm-hmm. has that really played out? Give us some insight into that. So um the virtual facial by Myelash was created. Um, it was created during COVID time mm-hmm. because of the shutdown. So I guess you could kind of compare it to telemedicine appointment. Okay. You know, they never had telemedicine appointment before. So mm-hmm. um, people now are used to COVID. So instead, I created it for facials. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like telemedicine appointments for facials. And I walked everyone through the facial. So I taught them what was, you know, I, I would send them out a, a package mm-hmm. with the products. I, well, actually before the package, 
they would take a test, um, an um, assessment about their skin so I could, you know, if they're a new client. And I would assess based on their questions, based on their answers, uh, what product regimens would work for their skin type. And I would mail it out. And then we would meet on Zoom. And I'd have the music in the background, the steamers going, like the uh, essential oils, sorry, were going mm-hmm. the diffuser. And I would walk them through every single step as if they're laying down on the facial bed. Oh, so I handheld cool. them so that they could feel the experience. And, you know, even though we were shut down and confined from, you know, being with each other, mm-hmm. at least they had someone over Zoom that they could you know, feel that relaxing energy or, or mm-hmm. try to feel relaxed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's really what I did. And the clients that worked with me on virtual facial by my lash are actually my clients that are now coming into treatment room on oh. a four to six week basis. Wow. Which wow. Is, I'm so grateful for them. And when wow. they hear this podcast, mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna love it. Because I wish I could mention them, but I'm not going to. But they, I don't want to. Shout out them. to them, though. <laughs> yeah, shout out to them. But I mean, it's 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 nice. It's like everyone stays stays with me. It's like okay, I don't yeah. know how many more arms I can. You know, it's kind of <laughs> like I'm an octopus. <laughs> everyone just comes along. <laughs> wow, this is this is so interesting and cool. Yes, I'm really enjoying myself. Mm. Thank you. So I'm enjoying the, your the, Before we go to the next question, I just wanted to um, dig a little deeper into how were you able to perform their skincare analysis? Was just by was it just by asking questions or you had um, other ways that you used to analyze their skin before um, you proceeded to the treatment for the virtual facials? Um, a lot of it was really what they did every day. What okay. was their routine? What was their routine if they had a routine and Mm -hmm. a lot i i was very surprised a lot of a lot of clients do not have any whatsoever type of routine i would ask them why they would pick a certain product they didn't know why they just picked it because it was in front of them or somebody else used it um so they they didn't really know what what's going on like they just knew of something because someone told them oh this is good go and get it or this is a good brand go and Uh, get it so there was not really you know a direction for them so you know i would dig deeper and tell them you know this is this is what we're gonna try and based on my expertise it it, it actually worked (laughs) and the question (laughs) (laughs) okay so we have a lot of trends going on these days and time and season. Uh, what are some trends in skincare that you think will blow up in 2022? Uh, I think so. So home care, I think, is something that we don't you do enough. So it's 80-20. 20% is when you come to see your, your esthetician to do the advanced treatments, but 80% is on you at home. Okay. So your this that's how you know how your skin is going to be, how it's going to look in the long run, and how well you're treating your skin. Right. But um, I feel that the home care is going to be huge. I think, I think also a lot of solo estheticians are going to end up partnering with big brand stores. So oh. the big brands right now, uh, I th- I think the solo estheticians are going to be the the biggest hit, including mm. my own. 
<laughs> yes. Absolutely. Um, you know why? Because we really make a difference. I mean, beauty, I mean, the big stores out there, I mean, don't get me wrong, they, they're they amazing at what they do, but you know, the experience and the connection between you know, us and the clients, I feel like those big brands need to come and partner with us. So I think the solo esthetician is going to shine coming up in oh, 2022. Cool. <laughs> cool. What do you think about beauty influencers? I think the beauty influencers are amazing. Um, you know, they, they, they shine a certain way. I think their passion, you know, maybe wasn't being an influencer, but you know, they always had an interest in beauty. I feel like, you know, they, it may not be to an esthetician's needs, but, you know, to start with, I think the influencers, uh, they help, they give, uh, they give others, um, a big influence. I think they give them hope that, Oh, you know, I can do this or look at this person. So I think they're, I think they're, they're going to be big. I think they're great. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, what do you, do you think, because what we see mostly with some of the beauty influencers is sometimes you don't even know about the products they are talking about. They probably just push a product out there because um, someone paid them to push the product out there. They probably don't even use the product. So um, sometimes they, and and believe you me, a lot of times people are going to buy into whatever these influencers are selling because they follow them, because they love how they look. And then once they say that it's great, people are just going to take it hook, line and center. And then I also, it also feels like, um, we're at a point where the skincare professionals need to step up and fill into those shoes because their opinion really matters. Um, we know very well about even the food critics. They come out, they tell it as it is, that this food is great, this food is not so great, this restaurant was really nice. And these are people that understand food very well. So, and but when it comes to the skincare um, world, I don't see, I see a few, and then I see some influencers who want to do better that actually end up becoming estheticians and then mm -hmm. they can be, give better advice to the people following them. But what of those ones that never really... Yes, they just do it for the camera. They just do it for the... Exactly. They are not passionate about it. Yeah. But you know what it is, Chilu? Um, everyone's skin is different. Mm -hmm. So what works for you may not work for me. Mm -hmm. So you know, as long as the person is doing their research and understanding or communicating a certain way, I mean, these beauty influencers, you know, they're going to throw out certain um, brand names maybe, or, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's up to the person to, to dig deeper and, you know, he, connect with it, like, check out the ingredients or uh, see if it works for you sometimes you it's a it's a trial and error mm -hmm. so i mean even even with us estheticians i mean we study skincare we study sure. the history and everything but it may or may not work for that client but that client also has to give and take mm -hmm. so it, it's a matter of both it's a it's a connection on both ends and i, I think beauty influencers are great because when I first started, uh, you know, I had to try all the products wow. that I partnered with the skincare company, all of them. And I found what worked for me mm -hmm. and then, you know, ad not only advertised, but shared the experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
I mean, and I took lots of pictures and, but you, you can pretty much pick up on what's going to be good for you and what's going to work for you. But again, trial and error is big. Could you please tell us five things people better know about you? Um, I'm particularly interested. <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. Okay. So are you ready for this one? Okay. I, I swim like a drowning dog. Wow. <laughs> I do not like my, I took eight, three, what is it? Eight, eight week sessions to try to swim, to wow. learn how to swim. So wow. I swim doing the doggy paddle. So wow. I look <laughs> like a drowning dog in the water trying to swim. And it's, my kids laugh at me. Um, <laughs> I don't eat any seafood. I, oh. I frown at seafood. I will not eat shrimp. Oh. I remember eating shrimp one time and my face turned pale. Wow. Um, oh, wow. I needed to drink a whole two liter of Pepsi to be able to wash that down. It was like, wow. oh my God, I could not stand it. <laughs> wow. wow. No fish. And I'm Middle Eastern. You would think Mediterranean here. You, would, wow. you know, they would be in my diet. Nope. Mm -hmm. No way. <laughs> oh. I watch a lot of reruns. I'm all for watching all the the old shows like Friends oh, or The oh. Nanny. Um, I, I like to disconnect at night when the kids are sleeping. I like to just sit there, watch all the reruns, stand-up comedy. Um, I like to I like to laugh. I love sense a good sense of humor. That's why I, that's why I married my husband. <laughs> good sense of humor, really. <laughs> yeah, I do that every night. Um and I speak Arabic fluently. Um, people ask me all the time, how long have you been in the States? And I'm like, huh? I've been <laughs> here my whole life. They go, really? And you speak this well Arabic? I go, yeah. I used to oh, translate. Wow. I used to translate for customs and immigration. Wow. And, oh, wow. Because I used to work at British Airways because uh, okay. I was in travel and tourism. Yeah. So I worked <laughs> at the airport. And anytime they had a client, uh, a pay, um, uh, a customer coming from London and they didn't speak English, they would call on me. And then immigration would call me, customs would call me. It, you know, it's, it's, uh, it was fun back in the day. I used to be able to take a lot of the elderly um, onto the plane with my little walkie talkie and speak to them in Arabic, sit them down on their chairs and off they went. Wow. That must have been Arabic fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Honestly, like tra traveling in general, travel and tourism is a lot, lot of fun, especially when you're, you know, you're single, you don't have children. You, I got to go on charters to the Dominican every weekend when I did the wow. vacation company. Um, but British Airways was fun because I got to go back and forth to Lebanon for like paying the taxes. Well, it was a nice, it was a nice gift to me to keep going back and forth <laughs> on London. Oh. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Wow. And do you have any clients that speak Arabic? I do. Wow. I do. Uh, <laughs> in the Lebanese community, you'd be, I, I was like, wow, because yeah, the Lebanese community is very hard to impress wow. because they're all about beauty, everything mm -hmm. from head to toe beauty. Wow. Um, so they're hard to impress, but oh my God, I love the clients that have been coming into me and I have new ones coming in for the new year. Right. Wow. The ones that came to me bought gift cards for the ones that are coming to me in the new 
year. So I can't wait to uh, Yeah, you see, yes, that, that, that's, that's a word of that's, mouth that's just, just talking about. Yeah. I mean, they're going to love what you do. And since they know and understand how you work and before so they excited. love you, they're like, no, my people have to enjoy the service of my eyelash. Absolutely. You know, like I said, when they first come and I'm trying to explain everything to them, like I'm telling them what I do, like as far as like I do a double cleanse, I analyze, exfoliate, and then I'm trying to tell them more. And they're like, okay, don't worry about it. I trust you. I go, How, really? <laughs> you just met me three, three minutes ago, even though I know them from the community, uh -huh. but like, we don't know each other on that level. Mm -hmm. They go, don't worry. We don't worry. We trust you. I'm like, how do these people trust me? And they just <laughs> met me just by filling out a form. Yeah. So I tell them, okay, my biggest advice is, you know, fall asleep, relax, and I'll wake you up when it's all done. <laughs> and they don't want to leave. Best. That's, that's the best. That's the best. Fola, they don't want to leave. I feel so bad. And I, if I don't have a client, honestly, I tell them you can stay an extra few minutes. It's okay. I do. I let them. I, I just, I let them sit there because it takes a minute to get up and, you know, get out of that nice warm bed. For real. For real. Oh. Wow. This, this is so exciting. Now we are sure yes. everyone who listens to this is going to enjoy it. I so, particularly enjoyed myself. Yeah. So I the, enjoyed speaking with you guys. Thank you so much for the opportunity. So thank you so so, so much um to our listeners don't forget to check through the show notes the link to my my other's website to our social media handles everything is going to be there yeah and if you also want to book a virtual facial by my lash make sure you also check inside the show notes a direct link to be able to um book a virtual facial will be there and don't forget to tell her at any point, even if you are listening to this in two years' time, let her know that you um, got to the link to Beauty Care Pod. And who knows, she might have a special gift for you. <laughs> oh my God. Just keep just keep sending. Yes, just keep mentioning Beauty Care Pod. And oh my God, I will create something special for you. Even Aww. though everything I have is special, I'll make it more special. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. She's such a sweet art. Thank You're you so, so much. And we no, hope that you. you would be able to join us if we ask you to next time. Oh, absolutely. You guys are a lot of fun. I mean, <laughs> this is awesome. Thank you so much. Like I said, Thank I you. really enjoyed my time. I loved speaking with you guys. You guys have such great energy. And um, I love it. I love it all. Oh, thank you, so, thank you much. so much. And to everybody listening, we're still saying another Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you next Bye. time.